0: In this episode, Eric Wielander and I sit down and talk about Apple Home at the September 2023 Apple event, and surprisingly, there were quite a few things to talk about. So, let's get into it. Greetings, Internet. My name is Dustin, and this is the My Home Kit Home podcast, and here we look at the smart home with an Apple Home and accessibility focus. I don't know about you guys, but I'm finding it harder and harder with each passing year to actually get excited about the new iPhone. I of course tune into the event because I do enjoy them and I'm a fanboy, but at the same time I don't really find a lot of compelling reasons to want to upgrade. But this year the new iPhone Pro models have a couple of different features that are going to be really beneficial for Apple smart home users. So instead of me just rambling on about what I think, I thought I'd sit down with fellow content creator and developer, Eric Wheatlander, to talk about the Apple Home implications of the new iPhone 15.
1: Eric, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me, Dustin.
0: Yeah, so we're getting thread on the new iPhone, well, let me restate that. We're getting thread on the new iPhone 15 Pros.
1: Yeah. I first saw that announcement from Apple, and I was kind of like, what? Why are we getting thread on an iPhone? And then I finished work and left to pick my son up from school, and I was thinking about it in the car and just started to realize some of the ideas of it could be really nice for controlling your smart home from your phone. I don't know about you, but I find a lot of times when HomeKit's going sideways on me for some reason and you know the HomePod mini's not responding to my request. Just pulling out my iPhone and asking my iPhone to do the same thing usually works. You know, it it, it can be sometimes faster, but then I think having a thread radio in the phone is just going to make that process even faster and especially help things like a new user setting up their phone for the first time or se- it'll especially help like a new user setting up their smart home for the first time where they can set up a smart plug and have their phone talk directly to it. I don't really see it being a border router. That's something that I didn't really get into in my video. You know, a border router and thread is where it sort of bridges both the thread network to the rest of your home network. And I think that that's, uh, probably going to be a a tricky thing. I I don't know how much thread is set up for border routers to be moving around all the time like a phone is. Um, So it'll be interesting to see what Apple actually does with this, but I think the concepts of making it like a thread button in your iPhone in your pocket is uh, a great step forward for pro phones and while it's only on the expensive pro models this year there's a lot of cases where uh apple will add technology to the pro phone and then bring it to more phones later on so i think even just with the pro iphones this is going to be probably one of the most popular or most commonly shipped thread products ever and then, you know, adding it to other iPhones, hopefully over time, is just going to grow the amount of thread devices out there, which is, I think, good for the technology and, and good for us as Apple smart home users because it, it helps uh, get an edge on um, some functionality. And that's the real benefit I always see of going with Apple HomeKit, of course, is that it ties so well into the iPhone and the rest of your Apple products.
0: Yeah, that was, you know, one of the things that it that came across my mind when I saw that it was only available on the Pro models was that it, it's kind of reminiscent about kind of reminiscent of what they just did with the Apple TVs, putting Thread just on the, the higher-end version of the Apple TV. Um, so, you know, I immediately went out and bought the the, the previous generation that had Thread on board. Uh, was it was a 2021, 2022, I don't remember, uh, but it had Thread on... You know, just the the standard model, and and I think I'll be good with that for for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and when I you know thinking about thread on an iPhone like that was my big question is what role is an iPhone going to play in a thread network and you know like you said I don't really see border router functionality you know being integrated into an iPhone in any sort of way I also kind of don't see it being integrated as a router because routers typically require a lot of energy and so that's why we see them being the ones that are that are wired in or, or you know mains powered yes um, so you know, I was kind of looking at the iPhone kind of more as like an inno device. Um, maybe there's some way that the iPhone is is going to over thread, send information, or act as some sort of sensor for Apple Home
1: sometime in the future. Yeah, I think that's especially true if you kind of take the term sensor more loosely and just think about it, sure. determining whether you're home or away. It seems like Apple uses all kinds of different inputs to figure out are you home or away to manage those automations. But you could imagine Thread connecting straight into the Thread network of your smart home being another way that your phone could trigger your smart home to be like, hey, Dustin's home, turn on the lights or whatever you have set up for automations.
0: Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you know, it was also kind of what I was thinking about, okay, what role is it going to play Is like, well, maybe the thread group has been working on something that we just don't know about, right? That, you know, they've been, you know, in the shadows, just working on some sort of, you know, integration. And then I started going crazy and thinking about the new U2 chip. And, you know, like, is it, is it finally time? Like, are we actually going to see ultra-wideband in Apple Home, and, and how are we going to see it? And, you know, I, of course, I don't think that Apple is going to be producing any of their own, you know, Apple-branded smart home devices anytime soon. But, you know, it'll, it'll it'll be really interesting to see if we finally get it, other than, you know, having, you know, a handoff on HomePod, which I don't know about you, doesn't really work all that reliably.
1: Yeah, that's exactly the same for me. I constantly get the false positive triggers of having my iPhone vaguely near one of my HomePod minis or HomePods, and it'll just try to show me, hey, you could move this audio over to the HomePod. And I'm like, no, that's not what I'm trying to do right now. So I think there's maybe something there i know a lot of people are really excited about the idea of like oh you just have to have a home pod in the in a particular room and then when you walk in that room magically the lights turn on and we see Akara trying to do kind of the same magic sensor like that but with millimeter wave and without the iphone of course just the sensor for for sensing humans and and things but uh I I'm always been I've always been very skeptical about the U series chips being used for anything more than just handing off to the HomePod in the home. I think Apple has so much room to grow in the reliability of just that feature with the HomePod and not to mention the reliability of all kinds of other parts of their smart home stack that I would be concerned that that would start to trigger all kinds of misfiring of automations where you're in the room next to the room that Apple thinks you're in. Right. And then it's, it, uh, turns on or something. So uh, I don't know, maybe I'm just overly skeptical on the technology there, but.
0: Yeah. And I mean, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how the new U2 chip is actually going to work. You know, they're claiming that it's more accurate and, and, and has a, Oh, wider range and so you know i'm interested to see you know how how that actually works and if it actually is more accurate because honestly i i just i don't use handoff because it just never works for me like, it, it's not even the false triggers it's just it just doesn't work um so it'll be interesting to see um i don't know if you know the thread radio the U2 chip and the new action button are enough for me to 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 jump in. Um, but you know, there's a lot to like. I think about about the new, at least the the, the pro line uh, of the iPhone 15. What's your take on the the action button and how we can maybe use it in the smart home?
1: Yeah, I'm very excited about having an action button. I think that it's. You know, as I was getting at earlier, I think it's a thread button in your pocket in a lot of ways. Now, again, Apple has promised that they're going to do something with this thread radio in the phone, but they haven't exactly said specific features. So we're just speculating right now of what they might do with it. But I think you know the action button, it's very clear that Apple will allow you to run anything in the shortcuts app. And from what I understand as well, you can assign that button to run a basically a shortcut or a intent that an app supplies to the system so hopefully that means that even let's say the controlling your home shortcut action inside of shortcuts if that could run just basically going straight to the home process and not involving shortcuts at all it's another part inside of the pro phone that would just make it even faster but i think um you know, it, there, there's a lot of practical use cases there of just using that uh, action button for turning on a flashlight or launching the camera, but I think that the shortcuts and then tying it into something in your home is going to be really powerful.
0: Yeah, I think the thing that I was most disappointed at uh, is, as far as I know, it only has one action, um, so it's mm-hmm. a single action button, um, where, you know, the good thing is that since it is all software controlled, that you know later down the line they could potentially integrate other actions, double press, you know, press and hold, and, and triple press, and, and any number of different you know combinations. But you know, I was fairly disappointed to learn that you know, as far as I know, there's only one single action at, at least at launch,
1: yeah, and it, it has to be a press and hold, I think. For- for, more or less, you know, it's not like you can quickly tap it or have a double tap to it. Um, yeah, like like you're saying, there's no multiple commands there. Now, that said, practically speaking, I've been using an Apple Watch Ultra for about a year, and that has an action button on it. And what I've done there is I just tie it to a shortcut that has one step, which just sends my wife an a iMessage saying, Leaving now. And she will understand the context of that message, and so I just have to, you know, hit that button, and it will tell her leaving now, and she'll know where I'm leaving or where I'm heading to or whatever. Um, and that's been actually really handy as you're in, you know, I'm in a rush to get somewhere or whatever, jump in the car, or hit that button. But um, you know, so that said, I, I haven't used my action button on my Apple Watch to do much in terms of smart home control. So it'll be interesting to see too with the iPhone so much of the time you use your iPhone, you might not be in your home. So is this action button something that uh, would work well in your home, practically speaking, even though it, it certainly is possible. Well I'll just have to see, you know, how it how it shakes out. That said too, I wish Apple in shortcuts would give us easier ways to conditionally run a shortcut based on whether you're home or not. Uh, There are certain ways you can figure it out. Location, of course, maybe the current network, but I just wish because we can create those automations in the home app, you could just say in a shortcut, if I'm home do this, if I'm not home do that, you know, so then I could have the iMessage feature when I'm not at home, and then have a HomeKit scene or something when I'm at home. But getting off into the weeds of shortcuts and, and the action button there.
0: Yeah, now that you mentioned it, I was, I was thinking about you know you'd you mentioned you know using Thread as, as sort of a trigger for Home in a way and it it, it triggered me to think about the the, the fact that you know the geofence in Apple Home isn't really all that you know, it's it's not that all that adjustable. Um, at least the last time I, I tried to use it. And so that might actually make a lot of sense. Um, I hadn't thought about that. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see, you know, well, let me ask you this. Do you use the, the back tap accessibility feature for anything interesting?
1: No, I, d- I don't.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, for me, what I've found is that you know, there's a lot of false triggers since it is, you know, you it's the you know, the the uh the sensors of the phone kind of detecting whether or not it's been tapped twice and mm-hmm. if it if it does if it's in your pocket, then you know, you get a lot of false triggers. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it's it's an interesting idea and and I kinda like where they're going. We're seeing a lot of you know, a lot of crossover between the smart home and 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 just the phone we have in our pocket which i think is 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 a really good sign for for apple home enthusiasts and smart home enthusiasts in general because we're starting to actually get an iphone that you know it's really starting to participate in the home as opposed to just controlling it from an app you know and and i think that's a definitely a step in the right direction especially with with standby mode and then you know with this supposed forthcoming you know home pod touch um, you know it'll I'm, I'm i'm excited i don't know about you but i i think it's a uh we're definitely in the right direction.
1: Oh, yes, for sure. I think Apple has so many different areas they work on at any given time. They're such a massive company, and I'm always looking for signs that they are continuing to prioritize their home platform and smart home tech in general. And I think it's great to see Apple put something like a thread radio into their biggest product, the iPhone now, albeit it's only on the the pro phones right now. It's not on the, the, the all the other iPhone models, but I think it's a really good sign uh, of across many signs. Apple has clearly shown in recent years that they really care about smart home tech, but I think this is just yet another sign of Apple taking smart home tech seriously
0: for sure. Well, did you see any other, you know, interesting smart home tidbits from the the Apple event?
1: I don't think so. Not with smart home. It's, you know, it's mostly focused on going out and about, right? It's as Tim right. Cook opened the event, I think talking about, you know, the Apple Watch and the phone and the AirPods are they're things you take with you wherever you go. And so a lot of the payoff of these particular devices are going to be things outside the home.
0: Absolutely. Well, Eric, I appreciate you coming on and, and sitting down to, to chat about Apple Home and the, the uh, iPhone event. And, um, you know, I'll leave links to all of, of your social media and your YouTube channel down in the show notes. and And again, thanks for coming on.
1: Thank you so much, Dustin, for having me. It was great to talk.
0: So there you have it. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you did, please follow, rate, and review. It really does help us out. Again, a big thank you to Eric for taking the time to chat. If you aren't following him already, check out the links in the show notes. He really does create some really insightful content. And of course, you'll also find links to all of our social media, as well as the My Home Kid Home blog and YouTube channel there as well. And that does it for today's episode. Thanks for listening to the end, and we'll catch you in the next one. Take care.